Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, my name is Debbie Kay. I'm with the League of Women Voters of Portland, and you're watching our video voters guide or listening to a podcast. With the support of Metro East Community Media, we're here today to talk with candidates running in the May 17, 2022 primary election. The League is grateful for the support of the Carol and Velma Sailing Foundation, the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund, Vernier Software Technology, the Weiss Foundation, and our media partner, Metro East Community Media. With me is John Masterman. He is running for House District 48, which encompasses outer Southeast Portland and Northern Clackamas County. Welcome. Hello there. Uh, Hello. Good to be with you. Thank you very much for the interview. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks. Please tell us about yourself and why you're running for office. A little about me. I am your, your basic neighbor. Uh, I am a husband. I am a dad to two amazing little girls. Uh, my wife, was somehow on board with this project. So uh, here we are. Uh, we have tried to just kind of quietly do our thing and live our lives. But as a lot of folks know, the political environment these days has left possibly a little bit to be desired. So this is, this is me stepping up and throwing my hat in the ring to see if I can try and make some a uh, little bit better decisions down in Salem. Thank you. What, if anything, do you think the legislature should do about campaign finance reform, reform in Oregon? Being that this is my first ever uh, campaign, not overly familiar with the process, but from what I've learned so far and what I've seen around, it might make sense to put a total cap on what contributions could be per race. Uh, again, it's hard to say because I haven't been through the entire process yet, so it, it is quite new to me. All right. Should Oregon use an independent citizens redistricting commission? Why or why not? Well, that, that's a tough one. It looks simple at face value. Do we need something besides whichever party is in charge to decide what the boundary lines are? Absolutely. But what would be the makeup of that independent group of folks that did it? How would they end up on that commission What's their viewpoint? What's their bias? You might run into the same exact problem and you might not even have elected officials that are doing it. So that's a tough one. Does it need something to be different? Absolutely, because whatever party's in charge runs the lines around to benefit themselves the most. But what the exact solution is, it might be another can of worms. I'm not sure. Thank you. A reminder to our audience that you are listening to the Video Voters Guide interview and podcast of John Masterman running for the Oregon House from District 48. Mr. Masterman, what does Oregon need to do to provide affordable, quality child care for families? Yet another tough one, because I can argue both sides of this, both as a, a parent and someone that uh, runs their own small business. Yeah, child care is, is expensive. I have to pay the bill for it every month, and it's, it's not cute. Uh, but at the same time, whoever the provider is for that, they are running a business. They have to be able to make money or they can't run the business 
then you don't have anyone to provide that care at all. Uh, having some assistance is good. I'm not a big fan of just dishing things out for free. Uh, if you pay it up front, it makes sense to get a good solid uh, refund come tax time, but to have some skin in the game, it makes sense to need to pay for it as you go. And also to me, that makes it to where the provider is not under the uh, control and the specific guidelines of what to share and not share of whoever is subsidizing them, which would happen if you put a limit on the cost because the money has to come from somewhere. Otherwise the business model doesn't work. Thank you. How, if at all, should privately made firearms, sometimes called ghost guns, be regulated? In my opinion, I, I don't think they need to be regulated any different than they are. It's always been legal to build your own firearm, and it's always been illegal to distribute them. Uh, it's always been illegal to pass along a firearm to someone that you think might have a criminal intent with it, or that might have done something like that in the past. Uh, a gun by itself doesn't do anything but sit there. Uh, bad intentions of the person operating it are what causes the problem. So I'm not a, a big fan of chasing after uh, extra laws for law-abiding citizens. Criminals don't follow them. Thank you. And this is our last official question. What, if any, reforms would you propose to improve the current legislative process? That's one that would be a wonderful question if this wasn't my first time running. Not having been in the legislature, I, I honestly could not tell you a lot of detail about it. I'm not well-versed on the day-to-day the, the -day operations of how it works and committees and everything else. I, again, I'm, I'm brand new at this. I have a basic idea of the process. I couldn't tell you right now what to change. Fair enough. Well, we have a little bit of time. What else would you like to tell people who are... Uh, eager to learn more about you. I am, again, I'm just your basic neighbor. Uh, I, I have no political background. I've always wanted to just quietly, peacefully go and do my thing, enjoy my hobbies, uh, try and raise my little girls, who are adorable, by the way, uh, just trying to do something to have a, a state left for them when it's their turn to inherit it. Because the direction we're going right now, drive down a, a, a Almost any uh, major road through uh, the part of Portland that's in District 48, and you'll see why something needs to change. Uh, if you don't have law enforcement and law and order, you don't have anything else. You have to enforce the laws that are there. If it's selective, it's just chaos. And unfortunately, we're there. Thank you very much. You've... Uh... You've answered some of our questions, all of our questions, actually, and I appreciate that. Thank you for joining us today. This concludes our Video Voters Guide and podcast with John Masterman running for House District 48. Thank you to our audience for choosing to be informed voters. Please tell your family and friends about these election resources. And Election Day is Tuesday, May 17th. Be sure to exercise your right to vote. Thank you very much. This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, 
vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund. Licensed by Creative Commons.